Welcome to the J2 Hub podcast, where we focus on everything from property development, hot entrepreneurially business topics, and real-life scenarios facing business owners just like you and I. Brought to you by James Sahota, we bring you exciting real-life property, business and entrepreneurially related hot topics, and that little bit more. Welcome everybody, welcome back to another episode of the J2 Hub Podcast. Now guys, if you're watching this on video, you'll be able to see me, you'll be able to see me in my nice new studio, I should be looking nice and crisp, not only with my haircut and my beard trim, but just in general, in terms of the video quality, the audio quality, and just everything. So this year I decided to up the game a little bit, and um, invest in some new IT gear, Because, you know what, my IT gear was getting old. It wasn't bad, but it was getting old. So I thought, you know, new year, new me. But it was actually just new year, old me, because I was still doing what I'm doing. Um, But we have changed the IT gear. So this should mean you should be seeing a lot more um, of me in terms of content. You'll be seeing a lot more kind of video content coming out because the studio is set to record video as well as audio. And I've made it nice and simple for myself. So, anyway... Let's get started with today's podcast. Now that we're at the at time of recording this, it's 19th of Jan 2022 or 2022. So look, I wanted to just touch upon the subject of goals and goal setting. Now, I know a lot of you guys have already done this or a lot of you guys have probably already fallen off your goals. And the 19th of January is kind of like the period where people do tend to fall off with their goals or they tend to fall off with commitments that they've made or, you know, affirmations that they may have made or things that they said they were going to do. And it's not unusual for that to happen. You know, the whole hype is over. The hype of the new year is done. The hype of me in 2022, I'm going in, I'm going hard, I'm going big. All of that nonsense is now over the way. And, you know, this is kind of like the time when people tend to fail as well. People tend to fail at most of their goals around this time because they've just given up because they realise they're too hard. Now, if you're one of those people, I just want to say to you, look, it's easy enough to get back on track with your goals. You know, you just say, that's it. I'm going to stop. I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to flow with this again. And I'm going to pick this back up from where I left it. Now, Based on that, I wanted to talk to you guys more about goal setting and how you go about setting your goals. And I actually wanted to share the way I do this. So I'm going to lean across and pick up my trusty little journal, which you should be able to see here. Yeah, as you can. There you go. It's a yellow journal for people watching on the YouTube channel. Now, in my journal, I journal everything. So I journal how I'm feeling. I journal what's going on in life. I journal what's going on in the business and just anything really to try and get it out of here. I'm pointing at my head for people listening. Get it out of my head and get it into a piece of paper so that people know, so that you know what you're processing, your thoughts and how you're feeling day to day. But let me talk to you about goals. So where are we with the goals? Let's have a look. So my goals are always split into certain sections. So I split them into a section called financial goals. I split them into a section called career and business goals. I then split them into a section called a family time and free time health and appearance goals, relationship goals, personal growth and making a difference. Now, the reason why I have these categorised is because I feel when you just have one big complete list of goals, 
it it can get a little bit over overwhelming in the sense that you just look at it and you think, oh my God, I've got so many things I want to try and achieve this year. But when you start splitting them up into certain sections of your life, it makes them more digestible, it makes them more relatable, and it makes them easier for you to kind of tackle and look at and think, do you know what? Yeah, I, I know how I'm going to do this. I know how I'm going to achieve this. So, you know, I'm going to start with the first section that I spoke about, which was financial goals. Now, you know, we're property developers, we're property people, or we're crypto people now, or whatever kind of people we are, we've got massive financial goals, you know. Look at last year when we had this massive um, uh, bull run in crypto. People just thought, yeah, I'm I'm doing it, man. I'm going to hit all my financial goals. And those same people, including me, are now looking at the crypto wallet and thinking, oh, things are just taking a bit of a downturn. Um, if you're one of those people, don't worry. You can just adjust your financial goals. But when you're setting your financial goals, you want to be looking at these as a kind of a whole. You know, look at them as... Uh, what's going on financially for you and where you want to be in terms of your financial goals and always give your goal a time frame you know link this to some kind of time don't just don't just kind of willy-nilly um have a goal and they think you know what yeah i'm going to put this on my goals list but i'm not quite sure how i'm going to hit it make sure your goal is time bound so if there's something you want to do by a particular time go out there and make sure you set some kind of time to it so you can go go and actually look at it and review it and think, okay, you know what, I, I, I'm close to this goal or I'm miles away from this goal or, you know, I need to rethink this goal. So I'm going to quickly read out some of the financial goals that I've put down here. Number one, have all my personal debt paid back. Want to get rid of all personal expenses on my Amex card and be better disciplined with my finances. Now, one of the things I found towards the end of 2021 was that, you know, I've got a I've got an Amex card that I use for various things. It has no limit. And what I found was having this little thing in my pocket, although it's predominantly for business expenses, I do have one that I use personally. I was finding myself spending way more than I needed to because the because the facility was there for me to use it. And I just keep thinking, you know what? It's only another couple of hundred pounds. It's only another couple of hundred pounds. I can do this. I'll chuck it on my Amex, gain the points and I'll pay it off. And, you know, granted, it was being paid off. Uh, the, it was under control. It's not as if I was spending willy-nilly and I was completely out of control. Everything was within control. But I realised, shit, man, I'm I'm spending too much money here. I don't need to be spending that much. So I made sure that that was one of my goals. And now, 19 days in, what am I doing? I'm trying to make sure that when I am out and about in situations where I know I may overspend... I'm ensuring that I leave the Amex card either in the car or it's left in the office or it isn't coming anywhere near me. So that's a goal I'm working towards and trying to achieve. Underneath that, in big red letters, I've got quickest route to wealth. Pay your debts off. Now, most people would think, what's he talking about? The quickest route to wealth is to pay your debts off. Look, if you had no debts, your income that's coming in tends to become all of yours because you're not using it to service any debts. So if you've got no debts, that means you're on the road to wealth and, and wealth creation a lot quicker than somebody who's got masses of debt. Now, I'm talking personal debt. I'm not talking company debt because company debt can be different because it may be associated with an asset, may be associated with a property or something along those lines. So don't don't mix the two things up. So just be be mindful that they are separate. I will have enough cash flow personally to be in a position where I can save money. Now, I'm one of those guys, I've talked about it before. I I don't draw 
money from the company more than I need to. You know, I like to kind of live beyond my, sorry, not live beyond my means. I like to love live kind of slightly below my means so that I know if there's a downtour, if there's an emergency or something shit hits the fan, I know I've got some funding to take care of me. So I'm, I'm kind of now thinking, okay, I'd like to try and start putting more of the money away for, you know, children's college funds or university funds or whatever, whatever they might like to do in the future. And that's now suddenly become one of my financial goals because my eldest is getting to 12 years old and you think, wow, that's not that far away. So let me start thinking of that as one of my financial goals. Another one is I'll have multiple investment streams paying me return. If you know me and if you know what my plans are for this year. One of my plans is to start looking into purchasing businesses. It is going to be later on in the year because I don't want it to divert from my attentions at the moment. But the reason why I want to do that is because the quickest way to add to your income is to just add profits, you know, add profits from a business to your bottom line. You buy a business that's already making money and that's a quick, quick way to increase how much money you're earning. Go out there and buy something that's established. Go out there and buy something that's going through a retirement sale or go out there and buy a business that, you know, may need a little bit of TLC, but with the right planning and the right people behind it, you can get it to a point where you do start adding to your income because it becomes something profitable. I will live below my means to ensure the above is achieved. Okay, I've already mentioned I do live below my means, but I want to make sure I live a little bit more below my means so that I can go Mr. Type mode and get to where I need to be with some of my personal goals. I'll have an emergency fund of one year. Now, previously, this would have been three months or six months, but I'm thinking, do you know what? Let's get that emergency fund beefed up a little bit. Now, what I mean by emergency fund is I'm talking about your burn rate. Find out what your burn rate is for the month as a family or as an individual, whatever your situation might be, and then make sure that's uh, you use that figure as an emer- as a kind of emergency fund figure monthly. So if you need £3,000 a month to make sure your household is run and all your bills are paid and you're fed, that's your burn rate. And then times that by 12 and it gives you £36,000 or £36,000, yes, um, which then becomes your emergency fund number. So have that there in case something was to go wrong or you wanted to venture out and do something different. You wanted to leave your job and start a business. Knowing that you had that funding there would ensure you can do that quite peacefully without um, constantly thinking about earning a wage and making sure the bills are paid. I will have a saving funds for children's college education. I've already mentioned that. So that's, again, one of my goals there. I'm going to move on quickly now to uh, looking at career and business goals. Now, one of my career goals for this year is I will complete four HMO projects successfully in 2022, adding between 24 and 32 additional rooms in total. Now, can you see the way I'm listing these goals? I'm not saying I am going to or I plan to. I'm I'm kind of already affirming in my head that I'm going to do it, that I have done it, I will complete. There's nothing saying that I might complete, I will. So I'm talking to myself through this journal and making myself kind of realise that how cemented these goals are for me. I will become a recognised HMO developer in my new area. Now I am moving into a new patch and one of the things I want to do in this patch is become an established developer where people know, oh, here he comes, 
There's Uncle James again. There's another HMO from Uncle James. And we can see why it's so fantastic. Because, you know, it, it's been done to his standard. It's been done to the kind of model he follows. And then the local authorities get to know me. The local housing associations get to know me. People in the area start knowing who I am. And this allows me to build my brand in the area and puts me kind of firmly in the in the in the face of um or in the eyes of the local authority or anybody else that may be looking for you know uh, suitable housing i will have a successful online training program now some of you watching this on the video you may have noticed there's an additional logo added onto my uh, my studio backdrop now which is yhc now yhc stands for your hmo coach it's something that i'm going to talk about a little bit later in another podcast but just as a quick repack it is a online training program that helps people go through the whole stages of creating a successful HMO and that's everything from start to finish from sourcing to complete to collecting rent so it's pretty damn extensive program so it was only right that it was one of my goals I will have a successful online training program your HMO coach I will purchase a business which will add profits to my overall income. So, you know, I mentioned that in my financial goals. I thought it was important to mention that in my career and business goals because it's going to directly impact that. Here's a good one. I will build the property event into a massive brand alongside my business partner, Tech. Add three franchise locations by the end of 2022. So, again, another massive goal. It's there saying we are going to do it. Um... Let's see what happens. It's ticked as a green, which means it could be something that can be pushed back. If it was ticked as a red, it would be an absolute priority. I will grow my social presence to include podcasts, social posting and more video content, which is exactly what I'm doing here. And this is probably the first one. So a nice one to kind of go off. Moving on nicely to uh, family time and free time. I will make a conscious effort to spend quality time with my family and extended family and protect that time away from social media. I'll be more present in the lives of my boys, take a keen and genuine interest in what makes them happy. So don't just be there for the children, be there mentally, kind of sit there and find out what's going on in their head. What do these kids really enjoy doing? You know, get inside their heads and actually be very, very present rather than just, you know, being there. Oh, I'm there for my kids. Yeah, of course you are. OK, so make sure you know what they like, what they're going through and, and, and make sure you're spending that quality time with them. I'll make every effort to attend family events, celebrations and weddings. No excuses. Now, I'm a, a number one excuse maker when it comes to this area of my life. I am very kind of um, let's let's avoid a family event or let's avoid a family wedding or a gathering if I can. I, you know, I'd much rather spend my time doing something else. But I've realised it's just as important to nurture those relationships. So it was important for me to put that down in my family time and my free goal time. I will value relationships more, value the people in my life that actually mean something and keep a trust circle as small as possible. So you're in a circle, your bet, your, your, your circle of friends or the people you associate yourself with. I just want to make sure that's small, nice and tight and it carries the right people in it. I treat my wife with respect at all times. No matter how hard things get, stand by her and support her when she needs help. Okay, you know, it's only right that the same level of respect is reciprocated as I get from her and the same level of support I get from her is offered back to us. And I realise that it hasn't always been that way. So again, it was important for me to stick that down in my family goals. Express my emotions and feelings more to my wife and try to rebuild a solid emotional relationship. 
fall in love again. Now, why would I share that with you? Because I feel as time goes on, um, it can be difficult to share your emotions, and especially with someone like myself. I'm very, very kind of, or in the past, I have been very boxy with my emotions. I don't really like to talk about them. Um, tense subjects that in, include matters of the heart, I'd rather divert away if I can. But I've realised how important they are. So again, it's on my goals goals list. I will protect my family time at all costs. Avoid letting anything take precedence of this. Sorry, I couldn't read my own handwriting there for a minute. So I will protect my family time. So if I've got something booked in with my family, I'm going to ensure that my whole attention is with my family. And I am not going to let anything distract that, you know, unless it's a mega deal that's uh, off market. I'll say that lightly in case somebody hears me in the next room. Um, What else have I got on there that I want to share? Uh... No, that's good for family and free time. Moving on to um, health and appearance goals. Now, guys, if you've been following me on Instagram, you'll know that this health and appearance goal is a big one for me because I turned 40 in a couple of weeks' time. And one of the things I wanted to do was to try and ensure I'm in the best health and the best physical fitness that I can be for when I do hit 40. So my um, health and appearance goals are massive this year. So continue on the R&T plan with Akash and his team and make sure I smash it. So I am on a fitness plan with a coach who looks after my nutrition and my training. So big up Akash if you're listening to this. Probably not, but you know what? I might give you a little tag in it. Um, I'll maintain a healthy eating pattern like I have done in 2021 but I'm going to try and be more strict with it. So in 2021 or from September onwards, I was very strict with my eating. I was very, very kind of concerned with what I was eating. And, you know, it's allowed me to shift nearly 15 kgs of weights in September. So that's September, October, November, December, four or five months and 15 kgs is off. And I tell you what, I feel so much better for it. I will avoid alcohol and, situa- and situations that involve alcohol. So, you know, I'm an 80s baby, and in our era when we were growing up, it was all about having a drink with your pals down the pub, having a pint, and it's a habit that's developed. It's not a habit that's a problem, but I feel as I get older, I'd like to kind of just avoid any situations that avoid alcohol, um, that include alcohol, sorry, or may put me in a situation where I think, oh, do you know what, I'll have a few too many beers with the boys or a few too many beers with the guys. Um, so it's gone in as one of my health goals so that when I see it, it helps me to avoid certain situations. I will ensure I reach my goal, my weight goal before my insurance renewal at the end of January 2022. So I have a life insurance renewal coming up and um, I'd like to increase it by a few million quid. Now, the issue is when you try to increase it by that much, they're going to start prodding and proking and seeing how fit you are. And it also means that you need to be in a in a certain weight goal so I have put that down as one of my goals is to be in that weight goal I'm not far from that weight goal but you know what it's going to be hard it's going to be hard to get there but you know what if you don't push yourself it never happens um my physical appearance will demand attention when I walk into a room without even saying a word now I heard this on a on a podcast I can't remember the name or for the life of me where it was but I remember this guy talking about Um, your physical appearance demanding attention. And what he meant by that was um, you could have a guy in a Ferrari, say, driving down the road and he could be, you know, you know, he might be a fat guy. He may have a have an issue with the way he looks. He may have a kind of uh, a social issue or whatever, whatever it might be. 
and he's borrowing the ego of the Ferrari to make himself feel good. So that Ferrari car, that nice shiny red car, that loud car is adding to his ego and making him feel good. And he said on the flip side, he goes, if you've got someone who looks so physically fit that when you look at him, you think, damn, this guy looks good, or damn, this girl looks good, or damn, you can tell these they have been working out. Now, working out and having a physical appearance that demands attention is not something that can be bought, you know. It's something you've got to work your ass off for. You've got to be in the gym. You've got to be disciplined with your food. You've got to be disciplined in every aspect of your life to look like that. And I've put that down as one of my goals, is that I want to feel a million dollars with the achievement I've got in myself rather than having to use some form of asset to help me feel like that. So it's a big one. It's a big one again. Uh, But I thought, you know what? It was important to put that down there. And you know what? If I can get 50% of the way there by the end of the year, I'm 50% closer than I was. Um, My physical appearance and health will be my number one priority in all aspects of my life. Now, Again, it, it's, um, it has become a massive priority the older I get because I want to ensure that I've got maximum time with my family and my boys. So anything that can prolong my life or anything that can help me to stay healthy, I will do. And it has become a major priority and even to the point where it has to be done before any work's done in a day. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I'm regularly out for runs. I'm regularly in the gym. Now, I don't claim to be some fan of fitness model, but I do regularly try to get that in because it is on my goals list and you know what ultimately I know I'm building the right foundations doing it I will consume three to four liters of water no excuses now I've been bad with my water recently and it tends to be in the colder months that you tend to drink less water but still that's no excuse because the body is 70% water or 80% water or whatever it is so you need to make sure you keep it topped up relationship goals I will communication no It's a communication goal. I will communicate my emotions and feelings in all my relationship. I will not hold my personal feelings inside. Instead, tell people how I feel. I was talking about it earlier. It's an issue that I've always had. It's opening up and telling people how I feel and expressing my feelings. So I felt it was very, very important to have that as a goal this year to try and be more expressive with my emotions and talk through situations more, whether that be with a business acquaintance, whether that be with my wife, whether that be with my children. It's very, very important for me that my emotional space is protected and that I'm communicating this with people. I will have a strong and meaningful relationship with my boys, with my wife, with my sister and my extended family. Over the Christmas period, I realised how important these relationships were and I realised actually how much I enjoy these relationships and how much I actually enjoy being with my extended family or being with my sister or being with my cousins and it's become a relationship goal that I need to work on those relationships more I need to maintain those relationships more and keep those relationships alive and kicking so it's gone down on my goals list I will take the time to call text and message people that are important in my life so I want to consciously be thinking about okay this person's important in my life I'm going to take a moment to text them or this person's important in my life, I'm going to take a moment to speak to them, or this person's important in my life, you know, I'm going to pick up the phone and have a conversation with them. So I want to do more of the personal things with people in my in my relationship circle rather than doing the normal quick WhatsApp or, you know, generic Facebook messages. Actually want to take time to build relationships. Moving on to personal growth. Um, I will carry on building a personal brand across Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. Um, and be talking about 
property and documenting journeys and you know giving people insight into into my life and to my projects and how they can get started uh, another personal growth uh, growth goal is i'll be in the best physical shape of my life the fittest and the healthiest and the most disciplined i've ever been i will develop a regular reading habit physical books as well as online audiobooks now i do like to read but i do like to listen to audiobooks as well because i feel listening to audiobooks i can do two things at once I can run or be in the gym and still be still be consuming knowledge. But then I do also like to read a physical book because I feel it keeps your keeps your English in check, keeps your spellings in check. It forces you to look at the text and see where the grammar is, how it's been grammatically written. And it's an area that I want to expand on a little bit more and make sure that I am reading physical books. Um, I'll get better organized with my time and let less things oh sorry no let me repeat that i will get better at organizing my time and getting less stressed out with work overload so making sure my day is more organized so that i'm not getting to the end of the day and thinking oh shit i didn't get this done or i didn't get that done um so yeah more organized with the time i will develop a growth mindset and learn through my failures see challenges as means of doing better so again I'm constantly looking to grow. So any failures this year are going to be down as lessons because no doubt there will be a few failures along the way, but I'm not going to dwell on them. I'm going to try and learn from them, see what I can take away from them to obviously try and grow myself in that area. I will learn new things. And one of my main focuses will be M&A and learning the process of acquiring an established business. That's why I've put that down as a goal in the third or fourth quarter of the year, because I want to concentrate with what I need to do immediately. And then I'm going to go and look and work with someone who's doing this already. Um, some of you probably know who he is. He's that good looking fellow who looks a bit like a model and his name's got three letters and it starts with a D. His name is D. <laughs> um I will meet new people, attend events and not miss an opportunity to grow my network and myself. So you will be seeing me at more events. You will be seeing me on more podcasts because I do actually genuinely love to talk to people. I love to be around people and it gives me the opportunity to kind of tell people what I'm doing and at the same token help them. So, yep, I will be attending more events. Making a difference. So. This was a bit of a hard one, actually, because most people just look at a charity based project. But I wanted to look at this a little bit differently and see how we could take the whole property side of things and see if it's possible to make a difference in the property property world um, through some kind of charity based project. So here's a few things that I jotted down in my make a difference goals. I want to start a charity based project or get involved with a project locally that brings change. How can I use my skills in property, business and design to help others at no cost? So what can I do with the skill set that I've got to reach out to others and to help them, help them to work towards their working towards or try and guide them or assist them? Get involved with a community-based project, non-profit, that makes a difference. Volunteer my time to help others. Just don't know how and what this will be at the moment. Set a big fundraising challenge where we raise eight to ten thousand pounds for a life changing cause. And lastly, I quite like this one, but this is going to involve me getting a load of people involved. A free refurb for a local needy family, a community based project where trades come together to help renters in poor living conditions something to discuss with the property network. I've got in brackets just after that one. So that was my making a difference goal. 
Now, guys, based on those goals also, you might be thinking, oh, my God, he's got a lot of goals. A lot of those goals during the years may, during the, the, the course of 2022 may get crossed out. A lot of those may get revised. A lot of those may even get completely taken off. But the point is, having them listed allows you to look at them and review them. And when you're looking and reviewing, you're chopping and you're changing. You're seeing if you've done something, if you've hit it, if you've not, and how things are progressing. So one thing I always recommend to people is journaling as well. If you don't journal, try and journal. Now, a journal doesn't have to be, you know, massive entries of what you're doing. In my journal, I record the date. I record my weight that morning so I can see how I'm progressing towards my goal. Um, I'll probably look up one affirmation or some kind of morning quote that I stick on the top that I'm really feeling that day. Um, um, And I'll read you one out, actually, from the 1st of January. Each day is a gift and not a given right. Okay, so that's that was my affirmation that day or something that I was feeling. Now, some of the things that you can record in your journal are as follows. So I'm just going to flip through my journal. Uh, and I've got some notes here that I took down. So, so you may want to um, morning gratitude. What are you feeling grateful for that day? What is going well in your life? Write it down in your journal. Because in a year's time, when you come back and look at this journal, you're going to think, wow, January the 1st, I was feeling so grateful for this. And now that thing is just so easy for me. Uh, wins for the day. So as you've gone through your pr- previous day or as you've gone through the day, what are your wins for the day? What are you winning on? Uh, lessons learned. What have you learned throughout the day uh, whilst you've been working? Is there something you must put down in the journal so you remember it? Um, and then you can also have a section on how you feel. Just talk to yourself. I talk to myself and I list down how am I feeling? What's going through your head today, James? How's things? You feeling a bit anxious? You feeling a bit worried? Or are you are you good? We good? We good? Body good? Mind good? Soul good? All of that? Talk to yourself. Get it on a piece of paper. Um, and then you should also try and have a little night gratitude. And a right, what I mean by a night gratitude is in the evening, just have a little reflection and and see how your day's gone. Now, when your goals are listed in your journal and your you're kind of journaling every single day with what your mind's been feeling, what you've been thinking, and everything is going on a piece of paper. You're creating a formula for success there because you're regularly reviewing, you're regularly repeating, you're regularly reminding yourself of your goals. And this is not only is this going to help you to review your goals and to kind of chop change your goals or make them better or tweak them, it's also going to help you achieve your goals because every day you're having a self-checking with yourself. So look, That brings me to the 30 minute mark of this podcast and all of the single podcasts that I'm going to do this year, I'm going to try and restrict them to 30 minutes because James, people have said to me, hey, James, that is the optimal amount of time that I want to listen to a podcast. So let's give the listeners what they want. And again, you guys really liked looking at my face. Don't know why. So I decided let's record these again and let's get the videos out there as well. So just to recap, this podcast has been about goals, journaling and talking about some of my goals. The reason why I've left it towards the end of January and not loaded you with this one in the 1st of Jan was because I wanted to give you guys time to kind of just get through your goals and see how things are going. And as I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, this is a time of the year where most people have lost will with their goals or momentum. And I just wanted to take a moment to record this podcast so that you guys could um possibly get yourself back on track if you are feeling like that or even if you haven't wrote any goes is to look at the ones that I've just mentioned and see if within those areas you can start setting yourself goals so break these goals up into tiny manageable pieces that you can achieve 
As always, guys, if you got value from this podcast, please, 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 please do leave me some feedback on Apple Podcasts, which is the only place where you can leave feedback for this, or on Facebook, the J2 Hub Facebook page, which, you know what, that page needs a bit of a kick up its ass because we haven't really done much with that, so that's going to have a bit of a refresh. And also, you can, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, do subscribe to the channel and do kind of hit that notification bell so you know when the next bits of video are coming out from me and you know what do leave a comment on there and share it with someone if you think this might be valuable to somebody else but uh but you know what on that note if you are struggling or if you do need some assistance hey reach out to me reach out to somebody else i'm sure there's people that can help you thank you thank you thank you so much for being a regular listener of the j2 hub podcast i appreciate you um uh you know i'm thankful for you guys tuning in every single week and telling me you're getting massive value from this it means a hell of a lot to me because there's a hell of a lot that goes into producing these shows uh and just lastly if you are watching this on the youtube you are seeing that your sorry yhc logo on this side of the screen here with my fingers just pointing um if you want to find out more about that, just jump onto yourhmocoach.com and it will give you further details of what all that is about. And again, also my social channels. Instagram is where I'm most active, James H. Sahota, Sahota spelled S-A-H-O-T-A, and also LinkedIn and Facebook. But if you want to know what's going on in my life, Instagram is a place to be. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to the J2 Hub podcast with James Sahota. If you like the podcast, feel free to subscribe so you never miss another podcast from James. And if you got value from this podcast, do take the time to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you consume your podcast content from. And remember, you're never too late to become something you truly want to become.